Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. All right. You guys can't hear it, but uh, I have that new Zombies from Cold War going in the background. And boy, is it creepy. But that was then, and this is now. Yeah. That's right. We're live over here on Twitch, DLive, and Trovo. That's because LameTube is doing what it does. So that's all right. We still persevere. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, all right, right. Okay, all right. We're going to be starting this transmission off with a documentary from the 90s. Pretty good one, too. Very informative and educational. The Law Enforcement Guide to Satanic Cults. They put it out in 1994. <laughs> yeah, very information-packed transmission for you guys. I'm definitely not here to waste your time. Never am. As we come in for our landing. Salutations, Jensen. Salutations, my friend. Oh, man. Feels like every single day we're coming in hot. But we're doing what we can. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And this is the crew cast, transitory edition. <laughs> you know, it's kind of cool because, you know, with some of the shows, I just kind of pick a grab bag of names and um, not really. You know, I kind of look over the topics and I kind of summarize like what the section is and kind of go from there. Uh, but with the crew casts, we've been doing things a little bit different from, you know, transitory edition to common collapse edition. It really makes it 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 it, it kind of makes it fun for me. I'm that kind of a nerd. Right. I like words. Words have power. They're very interesting. Uh, but that's not what this is about. Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to this edition of Factions of Freedom. Let me do a few quick updates, and then I'll go ahead and jump right into the pig and tell you, you know, some of the topics and things we're going to be discussing. Uh, you can now support this operation back on Patreon. That's me knocking on wood, making sure that, you know, they don't kick us off because we do what we do. But patreon.com forward slash noise era, you guys can find us there. We will be uploading this. 
this episode as well as previous content up there. There's all kinds of different tiers for people that want to get access to behind the scenes content, uh, archive content. Uh, I think we have like over 250 plus episodes. It's like 16 plus days. You can listen to us for like two straight weeks and we will straight be popping and you'll see it all unfold. Uh, you'll see you'll see everything I've been freaking out about, everything I'll freak out about in this transmission more just happening casually right in front of your face. We're going to be playing a quick uh, video, a, 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 like 10 minutes or so into this 1994 documentary on the law enforcement guide to satanic ritual abuse. And in it, in it you're basically going to see how this is where we're at right now. This isn't EJ freaking out about, you know, the Satanists and the Luciferians, the occultists, you know, openly practicing satanic ritual abuse. No, 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 no. Uh, this is a law enforcement official, law enforcement officer, uh, a pastor, uh, and various other people describing to you in the 90s uh, the satanic panic. And so we, just the other week on our exclusive membership uh, program, documented the gradual decadence and the gradual uh the generation our society has faced and the socio-cultural reformation that's come from that, uh, which is another shameless plug into getting a Patreon exclusive membership. Membership. Like I said before, we are working <clears throat> with uh, We The People Processing and various other people as well. If you don't want to support us via Patreon or via PayPal, you can find us on uh, Cash App as well as on Coinbase. Uh, we accept cryptos. There's all kinds of different ways to support this operation. And I need to honestly just make like a quick ad that explains it all because we have a link to it. We don't have the website yet. We have a, a podcast website, uh, but we really need to fortify that going forward. But yeah, we talked about the gradual social and cultural shift that took place over like a, a 60 year time period, really. Shucks, a 70 year time period and how Satanists play a huge part in that. And so much more. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's in the news right now. Food banks being overrun, prices increasing. General destabilization. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez telling people that they're acting hysterical uh, when complaining about the crime and the violence. All the more reason for you to go ahead and get yourself some storable goods. Don't really. You know, I saw somebody. And let me see if I can try to pull, pull this up. Uh, uh, it was on Instagram. They had described it perfectly. I think it was on IG Activist's page. Let me see if I can read it to you because he was able to uh, encapsulate what I'm trying to describe so very well when talking about um, food shortages. Let me see if I can get it up here for you guys. But it's it, 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 I'll, I'll talk about this and then I'll read through the topics and then I'll play this clip for you guys and we will. Uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Oh, you can tell how well these shows are planned. <laughs> oh, man. OK. Okay, well, I don't think, uh, for the sake of the flow, I I, I should have probably feel, found it prior to. Um, but yeah, basically, the post talked about how it starts with, it starts with seeing shortages at the store. It starts with them telling you to come back. 
And then it basically, it basically ends uh, with you going to the store, going to the store, uh, to the supermarket for your monthly handout. And that's kind of what the whole point was. Uh, but again, I was just going to use that as a preface <clears throat> to tell you to get storable goods. Uh, crime is exploding. Regardless of what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says, uh, crime is exploding. The supply chain has been disrupted. Uh, a fair amount of the things that you used to get just aren't there. You know, whenever you, I mean, even whenever you, whenever you look at some, um, some, some nutraceuticals, supplements, vitamins, and things like this, these are still considered fruits and vegetables, right? This is still within like the food, the food supply chain. It gets disrupted. These are just concentrated versions of them, and it, and it requires sometimes three to five to ten times more of actual uh, vegetables and fruits, things like ginger root, things like beets, uh, 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 and even deep pressurized crystals ground down and distilled into like a a, a a more concentrated form. These are all the things that are disrupted and affected by the supply chain. So basically, what I'm trying to tell you guys is get yourself storable goods, the uh, storable goods rechargeable batteries, water filtration units, just start preparing. You know, the other day, I'll say this and I'll start getting into the topics. The other day, me and the wife went to the store. We were eating ribs and I was like, man, I want some mac and cheese. And so we went to the store to get mac and cheese because we had old mac and cheese. It was like four years old. We had brought it from like our old house and it was just chilling there. That's how much we were eating mac and cheese. But we went and got new mac and cheese. And I said, well, let's not throw this away. You know, let's go ahead and put this like in a little container. We'll come up with our own little storable goods thing. I had beans, I had rice, I had mac and cheese, I had water, I had fruit, I had, uh, I wouldn't recommend having old protein bars and things like this. But again, just kind of cycle it out. That's insurance you can eat. That's essentially what My Patriot Supply is doing. They're giving you insurance you can eat, uh, except these days, it's not going to be insurance you can eat. It's going to be stuff that keeps you afloat. So again, My Patriot Supply for the storable goods. Uh, patreon.com forward slash freedom uh, forward slash noise era to support this operation. Again, patreon.com forward slash noise era. <laughs> and without wasting too much of your guys' time, because we're already 10 minutes into this, uh, let's go ahead and pull up that quick clip from the 1994 documentary on uh, satanic, satanic involvement, satanic cult cults. Uh, what's so crazy is we have, I have like a whole, I have like multiple PDFs, multiple books, basically, that I've printed out trying to discover this phenomenon because we are, we are their future. You see what I'm saying? We are their future. They think they're doing these things that has no purpose or no impact in their own, in their own space time. I can't believe that uh, because again, just look at the accuracy of where we are living at with this. And then we'll talk about topics, news, and everything else on the other side. Check out the music too. <laughs> Total 90s, man. I love it. Oh my God. Due to the graphic nature of this program, viewer discretion is advised.
I'm Gordon Coulter. For many years, I served as a law enforcement officer. Today, it's my privilege to host this program on a little known area in law enforcement, but important to every small community and every large city across our vast country. It's the area of satanic cults and how they impact our families, our children, and our communities. In satanic occultism, that which is good is bad, and that which is bad is good. And as you view this learning and educational tape, pay attention to notice the reverse of everything that is normal becoming abnormal. There are many crimes that are unsolved in our cities, and many of those crimes have ritualistic overtones, but they're hard to find, and it's difficult to find the, the depth of where these things go and who may have done them. And so today we hope to be able to shed some light on a dark, dark area, an area that has been taboo for so many years, that is also protected by the United States Constitution and the freedom of religion. That's why it's very difficult for us as law enforcement officers to really investigate. But the question really is, where do the freedoms end and our responsibilities begin for our communities? Look at this guy's sweater. Satanic cults and their various offshoots exist throughout the world. However, a difficulty immediately arises with the word cult. Many cults fall under the protection of the United States Constitution, the freedom of religion. When we talk of cults and Satanism from a law enforcement perspective, we have to tread lightly. That is one of the reasons it is so difficult to investigate Satanic cult activities. We know what the Satanic cult professes to believe know what their potential for violence might be if they choose to be true to their belief. We even have evidence, here and there, that leads us to believe that some sort of rituals are taking place. However, unless we catch them actually breaking the law, or find evidence that leads directly to participants in some illegal activity, we have no case. The problem involved with the cult explosion is becoming a many-faceted puzzle confronting law enforcement today. Not only is it difficult for us to understand the secret practices of satanic worship, but there are deeper reasons that go beyond mere lust for power and the unlimited drugs and deviant sexual behavior that go with it. Unfortunately, the police investigator attempts to analyze these types of crimes with his routine of criminal investigation. In the cases of satanic practices involving deviant sexual behavior, the investigator forgets the offense was committed by an abnormal person influenced by many strange and complex motivations. And therefore, law enforcement's analysis of the crime and the criminal must be guided by the principles of abnormal sexology. It is imperative that these cases be solved. They are vicious, revolting, and create fear in any community. Men are apprehensive for the safety of their wives, mothers, and daughters, women for their children and themselves. It is only through proper training that the police officer can hope to gain the ability to understand and recognize which are regular offenses, those that belong to cult behaviors. 
This is a law enforcement problem. Therefore, all law enforcement officers should be familiar with the different types of degeneracy, so they'll be able to associate the type of criminal with the offense committed, and to properly charge and prosecute the criminal in an intelligent manner. general areas and levels of involvement in satanic occult worship. The first would be dabblers. They're people who just use it for fun and games, may be involved in some video games and that kind of level, possibly a little graffiti, but reasonably innocent. The second level would be those that are involved for spiritual reasons, and they recognize that there's power in the worship of Satan. These people generally worship together and try to find the mystery of it all. And then the third level would be criminal involvement, and that's the area that interests us. These people actually believe that they gain power through criminal activity, through killing people, through various rituals that are against the law in our states and in our country. Pay attention to this next part. Eric Pryor is a former satanic high priest turned Christian who now spends his time educating people about the dark side of satanic And look at that cults. mullet. When I was a practicing occultist, it, oftentimes I would come into this park and uh, practice on various different holidays, uh, lunar holidays and occultic holidays, and we'd actually have rituals in the park when we didn't have a space to do rituals indoor. Uh, so what I'd like to do is take you into the park and just kind of show you one of the places that you would start asking your questions and start looking to see, you know, what the occultists are up to. There's two different communities that use this park. Uh, one is the uh, pagan or occultic community, and the other community is, of course, the homosexual community. Interestingly enough, uh, they go hand in hand. And so, well, see, here you go. Uh, Upon entering the park, I mean, you can see they've already got started. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a pentacle. The interesting thing about this pentacle is it's an upright pentacle. This is not a satanic pentacle. Now, the reason why this pentacle would not be considered satanic is because it has one point up. Now, Satanists would reverse this star, or pentacle as it's called, and have two points up. Those represent uh, the horns of Baphomet uh, and or the horns of Satan. Uh, but now, right over here, I can see on a tree here, there's a there's a uh, inverted cross. Now, this is satanic. This is a very generic symbol. Um, let me see. It's, well, it's actually fairly fresh, too. Um, this here, of course, is a, a bastardization of Christianity, and it's a very common symbol. Obviously, they probably had a party or, or a ritual here uh, within the past night or two. Uh, usually what they'll do is they'll mark. It's almost like a path. They'll mark a path to kind of show you where the action's at. Uh, the colors they'll use will be white, red, and black. Those are the dominant uh, colors of uh, the satanic movement. And uh, 
basically, well, okay, over here, see? Here you go. This, well, see, this is, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, what you're looking at here is called Voodoo Vivi. Um, this is kind of like a coat of arms, if you will, uh, for the demonic. And uh, the implications of this is, is definitely satanic. Uh, when I showed you earlier the one pointed up star as we first came in, and I told you that you know the implications of Satanism are two points up. As you can see, there are two points up here. And someone has made it very clear uh, they were probably worshiping Set, because it, it says Set here, so it's pretty obvious. Now, this here, if I'm not mistaken, uh, looks like a money VV. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were here in the park doing a money ritual. And uh, this is very typical. This is the kind of thing that you can expect to see uh, not only on crime scenes, but in areas where occultists hang out. Um, like gang graffiti, occultists kind of communicate to each other through their graffiti. On the rise there up here is, is a very flat area, concrete area, uh, that is used often. I even frequented it uh, for ritual practice. Well, there you go. You can see from here um, 666 and an I. Now that I above 666 is an Egyptian I. Uh, the eye of Anubis. So I can tell by looking at this eye that these people that were up here were into ceremonial magic. Um, these aren't witches. These are definitely Satanists. You look at these dumpsters. See, this is how they talk to each other. Now, what you see here, this is gang graffiti, okay? And this, this is how gangs talk to each other, okay? But now this is how occultists talk to each other. This here is a psilocybin mushroom. So probably um, they had a, a psilocybin ritual, which is not uncommon. Occultists are known for using uh, uh, peyote and, and psilocybin. And uh, so this was probably uh, a, a psilocybin ritual. Okay, here you go. Shem Hemparash is a satanic invocation, and Halley is also part of a satanic invocation. There is a book out called The Greater Key of Solomon. And in The Greater Key of Solomon, you will see on the seal of Solomon this word. All right, from what I can tell um, from the graffiti and everything that I've seen, and what I see here on the uh, concrete, it looks like they actually had the ritual here. Now, there's an N here for north, and there's an S over here for south. Now, while these are not the true directions, obviously someone had a bad sense of direction, I'm assuming that this is where they actually had their ritual. One of the reasons why they would use this particular area to have a ritual is it is on concrete, and it's a nice open area. When we used to come up and uh, have rituals, and we had a group, we would look for an open flat space. This is an open flat space. This would be an ideal place for them to have a ritual. Um, now, if I was a solo occult practitioner, I might do it in, in the bushes somewhere and have a little altar set up. So what you're doing is when you come onto a scene and you're investigating a scene, you look on the ground and you'll find clues as to what happened. Uh, here, okay, we have a rope here. Uh, this, is a, this is a noose. 
And actually, if you look at it closely, I don't know if the camera can pick this up, but there's blood on this noose. Now, this could have been used either to uh, bind someone up in some type of a ritual scourging, or it could have actually been used on an animal uh, that was sacrificed. Uh, when sacrificing a cat or a dog, of course, animals move around a lot and they get unruly, so they would tie it up. But there is blood all over this particular noose. Now, these are the kind of things that you'd be looking for. What we have here is a medicine bottle of 2% xylocaine. For those of you with medical knowledge, you would know uh, xylocaine, known as lidocaine, um, is a numbent. It's, it's used to numb uh, people, and for that matter, animals. And of course, if you're going to ritually sacrifice an animal or a human, for that matter, in a public place, you don't want them to be screaming in pain. Um, so it's not uncommon for a cultist to use something like this. And of course, here we have it. On this tree here, we have some more graffiti. It's in red, which is a classical um, satanic color. Now, what's interesting here is the number nine. Nine represents the nine satanic statements. You can find this in uh, a book by Anton Sanzer LaVey, which is called the Satanic Bible, and you will see that there are nine satanic statements. This is uh, the way occultists tell each other, hey, we're Satanists, and we're partying. The Nine Satanic Statements from the Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey. Number one, Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Number two, Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Number three, Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Number four, Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Number five, Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Number six, Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Number seven, Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse than those that walk on all fours, who, because of his divine spiritual and intellectual development, has become the most vicious animal of all. Number eight, Satan represents all of the so-called sins as they all lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. And number nine, Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had as he has kept it in business all these years. So that's just, that's just great. For some reason, we are uh, 
not recording from our microphone. So let's go ahead and get that situated. I don't know what that's about. But yeah, that is the 1994 documentary, The Law Enforcement Guide to Satanic Ritual Abuse. And I would highly recommend you guys to go check it out. I'll put the link for it in the description bar below. What's going on here? Yeah, we will put the link for that in the description bar below. I think our microphone got disconnected uh, while we were while we were playing that. That's okay. Never stay defeated. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way while we get that situated. Remove that. Then blam blam. There you go. Uh, so we'll get that audio situated. But till then, we're gonna be broadcasting off of the uh, the mobile freedom account. Let me fix that again. That is the 1994 documentary on satanic abuse, and it's very real. Um, I won't lie, guys. We've been having a heck of a lot of technical issues over here for some god awful reason as of late. And uh, as always, it never really does anything. It just hit, it just you know acts as a hiccup. Clearly, we bounce back and we adjust accordingly. But uh, it is a con it is inconvenient when it does take place. So I think that we, we are, are. I think I we're, think we're a go. A go. Yep. yep. All right. We're, we're a go. go. We are a go again. That's so weird, but I guess that's what happens. That's why you got to be on your P's and Q's all the time. Uh, but again, 1994 documentary on the law enforcement guide to satanic ritual abuse. It's very real. Uh, with our exclusive members meeting this past Friday, we basically went into we went into a lot, man. Uh, transhumanism, the eradication of traditional gender roles, of traditional family values, Brave New World. This is also another documentary, or Chuck's could be a documentary, uh, a movie that I recommended. It came out in like 1980. If you guys have watched uh, Soylent Green, uh, that Harrison Bergeron movie, I recommended, uh, as well as Logan's Run. If you guys watched any of those type of movies. This is right up your alley, but it's Brave New World. It's Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. And so I kind of thought I'd do something a little bit different with this transmission and started off with another gem I found uh, before today's show. And oh my gosh, it just blew my mind with how much stuff is out there, right? How much stuff is out there, how much information they're just telling you. Um, and to a degree, how ignorant we really are of it, you know? How, how truly ignorant we are of it. So let me go ahead and read some of these topics, some of the things that we may interweave throughout this transmission, and then I'll get into the news crews uh, for you good people. Last week on the podcast, I had started the question or posed the question to you good people of which are you? Are you a criminal or are you a terrorist? You see this now beginning to take place. Uh, the Great Inversion. The Great Reset, if you guys paid attention uh, to what the narrator talked about in the actual video, this is one of the great, uh, one, of the, one of the principal things that these Satanists do is they invert everything. What's bad is good and what's good is bad. 
we see a lot of this taking place right now. The great inversion is what I call it. But again, uh, everything you see taking place right now is set in the stage for the Antichrist to come back or for the Antichrist to, to, to step onto the scene. Uh, everybody has a role and there's, there's, there is a purpose to this regardless, uh, regardless of whether or not we can see it. Uh, political persecution and how that would lead to political imprisonment and political assassinations. Uh, just the other week, we had the untimely passing of uh, John McAfee. We're still trying to figure out whether or not that was suicide, if it was homicide, uh, if he was a death faker, right? We're not sure. Uh, but you have over 500 political prisoners still in jail from what took place on January 6th. You've got people in my comments saying that those people deserved every bit of it. Uh, and you got to think about that. The persecution will lead to the imprisonment because they'll wanna, they don't want to hear the truth. They just want to quiet the people. And the easiest way to quiet the people is, well, to lock them up. And then once they're in there, that's whenever the truth will come out that they should not be in there. They were wrongly imprisoned. But rather than admitting the truth, rather than admitting that there was a wrong committed here and that these so-called criminals, four slash terrorists, were correct, well, that's whenever the political assassinations take place. You see how it's all one big mess? That's the plan. They're taking out the leadership of the resistance forward slash opposition. Now, I think right now we might get into it with the news blitz, uh, but, but Tucker Carlson is talking about how the NSA is beginning to monitor his transmissions. They're beginning to monitor uh, his, 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 his communications. And if you're an exclusive member, this is something that's not unfamiliar to you. Unfortunately, we've been talking about how we may be suffering from something like that as well. So I don't know, it might go like political surveillance and then political persecution, imprisonment, and then assassination, but I don't know. Uh, but it, it, it's happening. Um, and you got to think about that too. What type of administration is willing to not only threaten, because just last week Joe Biden said, oh, you got to have nukes and F-15s to take on the American government. You got to think about what kind of administration would comfortably make these types of threats and what they'll do to follow through and make good on such threats. Uh, more topics, moving on. They always tell you to not get angry. They tell you, hey, don't get upset. Where do you, uh, listen, I know you're seeing your freedoms go away. Don't get upset. Don't get angry. But you see, that's what they're trying to do. This goes back into a discussion, that debate. Are you a criminal or are you a terrorist? They're trying to frustrate us. And when you go back and listen to A.G. Merrick Garland, the Biden administration, that's what they're saying. They're trying to do so to, to, to so-called white supremacist organizations to frustrate them in action. There's an article that'll be coming out whenever we get done with you guys over here on uh, uh, on these feeds. It'll come out over here on Telegram. It might pop up in the news feed, but it talks about how political protests, political activism is beginning to spill out here into the streets. And so, again, I have to ask the question of, are you a criminal? Are you out there stealing crap from Walgreens, right? Or are you a terrorist saying, show me these mythical Biden supporters? This is a real thing. But the problem is, we shouldn't be having to answer that discussion. That shouldn't be a debate. The problem is that this is becoming our reality. <laughs> Truth is treason in an empire of lies. Uh, do people, this is a question I began to ask myself, you know, and I think it's because I got the baby girl coming and 
I find I find a lot of a lot of thoughts entering into my head. You know, do I have the time for this? How much of this do I want to impart onto her? You know, this, that, and the third. Uh, but the question is, do people have the emotional capacity to process this? Do people have the emotional capacity to process what is going down? Fair amount of people might not, man. Fair amount of people might say, oh, well, this is just that conspiracy tinfoil hat stuff. I don't know. Now, that might be like an age old discussion. That might be like a rhetorical question, so to speak, but it's always something to ponder. Uh, but uh, I, I think if you if you practice intellectual honesty and build mental fortitude, you could help you know process a lot of these things that are taking place. You can build up the emotional capacity uh, to, to, to responding to these things. And I think that's kind of the point. Uh, I was talking with Jensen the other day and we were like, yeah, you know, every, everything is going down. Everything is happening. And half of their plan is to get you to lose your mind. Half of their plan is to get you to become apathetic, become suicidal, say, what's the point? What's the purpose? And to throw your life away, to give up, to give in, but we can never give out. I got, listen, I got every, every reason to be, to say F every single one of this. I don't really care anymore. I'm going to go do something else. I have every single reason to, but then I think about the people that we could be leaving behind the minds that could be awoken and the discovery of truth that you, that, that, that you, that you witness them go through. I think a better way to describe that is uh, I'm seeing a lot more new faces out there in the field. Uh, and a lot more people prop up everywhere. And so it just, it, 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 it is intriguing. It does worry me because again, their idea is to frustrate us and agitate us into a position of disadvantage to where we do something that gets us in trouble. And so you've got all these new minds, all these people who have become awoken to what's happening in a dangerous time, man. Uh, this is not a Trump administration. This is not the first Obama administration. This is a O'Biden Harris administration they are biding time and they are monitoring their opposition you've got to think about again the 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 landscape out there the political landscape that's 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 being developed you see and so you've got all these minds all these people waking up trying to take action in a very very dangerous time and that's why when we move when people do move whenever action is taken it can't be like what we what we've seen before this is why, as you see people saying, oh, well, Antifa needs to be classified as domestic terrorists. You know, BLM needs to be classified as domestic terrorists. It's like those same those same type of restrictions that you're calling for will be placed on you. And so we're seeing that. And so that's going to require people to change their methodology, change their approach towards these problems that much differently. And it's going to be, it's, it's literally going to be like teaching yourself a new language because I had asked this question over the weekend. Are protests becoming parties? Do people know what they're protesting? Or do we just have a nation of followers, of sheep? And so again, that's, that's, 
that's a future landscape discussion too, uh, to, to really get into the new minds that are coming online, the people that are waking up to the tyranny, the injustice, the Illuminati, the new world order, and so much more. And the, the, again, political landscape, uh, that we're dealing with, because you see them trying to sell the country out as fast as possible. You see a whole new paradigm entering into, uh, politics, right? It's no longer left versus right. It's no longer red versus blue. It's now like nationalist versus globalist. Let's go ahead and call it what it is. And so you're going to have some Democrats, you're going to have some Republicans, but either way, these are going to be Americanos, Americans. Canadian, they could be Canadians, Americans, Mexicans, Chinese, uh, Europeans. Well, not really because the European Union, but you, you, you get what I'm saying. You have all these new minds coming online in this, 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 this dangerous time. God only knows what it's going to look like. Uh, this is more or less just like a statement moving on back into the topics. This is more or less like a statement kind of ties into what I was saying beforehand. But uh, when we follow the news, instead of making it, we're always going to be behind. And so just like with the COVID stuff, you see that it's lying. Well, it's because we followed their, lo- their news. We didn't go make it. Uh, this is, again, something that will be talked about probably later on in the show. Uh, but Operation Condor, transhumanism, and how your prayers have enlisted me. I heard that phrase the other day, and I thought, my God, that's so powerful. I wanted to start the show with that, saying that your prayers have enlisted me. Here's this documentary. But your prayers truly have. Again, I got every single reason to walk away, get up, go do something else. There's no reason for me to be here. But your prayers have enlisted me. <laughs> I was about to talk. I was about to make a joke and say, oh, I sure is crap at the support. I'm over here having to say support is through patreon.com forward slash noise era. It's not the support. It's your prayers. And that's much more important than support. I was talking probably with Abel, I'm assuming, uh, with one of our followers talking about them having a fight coming up in August. I was like, I'll pray for a win. He's like, I'll pray for your baby. It's a spiritual battle. You see what I'm saying? Your prayers have enlisted me to take on the mantle, get into the ring, politically speaking, and duke it out with these people and break down what's going on. Your prayers have enlisted me. And with that being said, let's go ahead and start the show. Now, again, that documentary that we had started the transmission with the Law Enforcement Guide to Satanic Cults, you guys can find that over on Odyssey. That's too much truth for YouTube. You know how they are. <laughs> uh, I'll put the link for that in the description bar below so you guys can go take a gander at it if you'd like to. Uh, but with that being said, let me go ahead and get into this over here. Operation Condor. I think that'll explain uh, and set a, a, a foundation for some of the things that we'll be going over in this transmission. Operation Condor, also known as Plan Condor, it's Portuguese was a United States-backed campaign of political repression and state terror involving intelligence operations and assassinations of opponents. It was officially and formally implemented in November of 1975 by the right-wing dictatorships of the Southern Cone of South America. It's the CIA. It's the CIA out there in Brazil and Portugal doing all kinds of crazy crap they shouldn't. So the same way that I'm talking about political persecution leading to political imprisonment and political assassination, well, this was already done in foreign countries, in foreign areas, by aspects of the CIA, of the intelligence community. We're seeing that very same 
political apparatus, that same weapon system, begin to target and identify American citizens, which they which they categorize as dissident. Getting back into it, it says due to its clandestine nature, the precise number of deaths directly attributable to Operation Condor is highly disputed. Some estimates are that at least 60,000 deaths can be attributed to Condor, roughly 30,000 of these in Argentina. And the archives of terror list 50,000 killed, 30,000 disappeared, and over 400,000 imprisoned. Think about that. So I'm just uh, disappeared, imprisoned, or just dead. This, this, this is what they mean by just shut the L up about it. We don't want you talking about it. Stop mentioning so much stuff. Shut up. And, and in a day and age like this, where as soon as you get a phone, talk about anything, you could, you could crowdsource the truth. They don't want that. So this is our history. This is the, uh, this is the intelligence agency's history. Getting back into this uh, page from Wikipedia, it says American political scientist J. Patrice McSherry gives a figure of at least 402 killed in Condor operations, which crossed national borders in, 2000, in a 2002 source, and mentions in a 2009 source that of those who, quote, had, gotten into, had, had gone into exile and were, quote, kidnapped, tortured, and killed in allied countries or illegally transferred to their home countries to be executed, hundreds or thousands of such persons. The number still has not been finally determined. Were abducted, tortured, and murdered in Condor operations. Victims included dissidents and leftists, unions and peasant leaders, priests and nuns, students and teachers, intellectuals, and suspected guerrillas. Although it was described by the Central Intelligence Agency as a, quote, cooperative effort by the intelligence forward slash security services of several South American countries to combat terrorism and subversion, guerrillas were used as an excuse as they were substantial enough to control territory, gain material support by any foreign power, or otherwise threaten national security. Condor's key members were the governments in Argentina, Chile, Uruguay, Paraguay, Bolivia, and Brazil, Ecuador, and Peru, later joined the operation in more peripheral roles. The United States government provided planning, coordinating, training on torture and technical support, and supplied military aid to the, jun to the juntas during the Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, and the Reagan administrations. Such support was frequently routed through the CIA. So I paint a picture where we're going. Because just last week, I'm pulling up for you right here. Article over there on News Punch. Just last week, we talked about how the same type of stuff is going down here in America. Now you have people, over 500 political prisoners uh, from the January 6th riot being beaten, tortured, and killed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a joke. And it's only, and they're only getting started. I think that's the crazier part. I don't really think people understand, again, uh, the days that we're going into and what I mean by them trying to frustrate us into action and the dangerous stuff that can come with that as well. So, yeah, no, Operation Condor is definitely something people should keep in mind, right, moving forward. Like Operation Condor, I forget to... I forget the operation that's tied to QAnon, but it's definitely something people should look into.
the best lie is 95% truth. Look at this right here. Let me pull this up for you guys. Look at this right here. This is, again, more Operation Condor stuff. I'm going to reference it now and into the future. Uh, January 6th protesters say they are being, quote, tortured, racially abused, and beaten and put in a solitary confinement for speaking out. Yeah, they're just getting started. That's what you have to understand. And so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see where this is going to go with somebody like myself doing the things I'm doing. Because you guys know, I'll, I'll try to tell you about it as much as I can. Uh, but you know they have a plan for that as well. But let's go ahead and start getting into the news. Let's go ahead and start talking, talking about some of these topics and starting the show for you good people. I already took the liberty of going over a couple articles and things that I had wanted to discuss, things we had posted in our Telegram chat uh, that I thought should be brought to your attention. Because I swear, guys, it's like it's like trying to it's like trying to cup a water hose, man. You can't do this. There's so much information coming out and it's all crazy. Every little bit of it is crazy. Look at this right here. China orders citizens to hunt down all books with religion. There it is again. The statism will be the only religion in China. We see more of that. Uh, COVID vaccines are uh, COVID vaccination QR codes are now required in Moscow cafes as New Zealand considers the idea. The beast style stuff. Here's some good news. A little bit of a doom break. Uh, the number of children being raised by two parents raises to a 30 year high. Thank God. This is uh, thank God. <laughs> it's like thank God that we have parents stepping up. Like this is a good thing. My God, how like this? This is news now. This is considered news. That guess what? Single family homes are no are, are are going away, man. The baby mama, baby drama, baby daddy drama starting to starting to dissipate. This is a good thing. Uh, but getting back into more of the chaos, Nike is the brand that is of China and for China. Apparently, the company's CEO said this. That's right. It's it's like what uh, LeBron James has been saying about China is, is on point. Here's more of that. Uh, but here is more of the propaganda, more of the Chinese influence and so much more. TikTok, Reddit, and YouTube are teaming up with the UK government and the NHS to encourage young people to get vaccinated. And so this popped up last week, something we've been talking about time and time again, uh, the Chinese influence, TikTok, social engineering, an entire generation, right? We played for you guys a clip uh, of Lao Lady Y6's video where he talked about this. He talked about the propaganda and how there's vast swaths of people online being propagandized to and they don't even know it. Uh, but unfortunately, we got to move on this very final and interesting article that we talked about with our exclusive members just last week. A Stanford professor sees a superhero vaccine for body-wide genetic upgrades within 10 years. How crazy does that sound? How crazy does that sound? So I'm going to I'm going to touch on this a little bit and then get into the news cruise. Then we'll take a quick break and come back uh, with you guys at more on the other side, but think about this. Speaking of China, again, connecting it to the genetic modification and all this other nonsense. China said they're modifying their soldiers. We played the clip for you, we played the clips for you guys to make them more heat resistant, uh, to make them have bigger muscles, 
the way I had, I had described the superhero vaccine when going over this article with our exclusive members is I likened it to something out of, out of, out of Batman. Like this dude's going to be Bane, like he's going to inject himself with the super serum and out of nowhere, he's going to bulk up. But whenever you get into this actual article, it does a little bit more of a, of, of a, of a deep dive uh, into it. But think about this guys. We are now in a time frame to where you can openly want to genetically modify your body and it'll be advocated. I find that just so not necessarily disturbing, but I find it kind of crazy uh, because if you guys join our exclusive membership program and when you go listen to EX208 Forging Futures, I literally drilled down how this is the plan. This seems like a good thing on the surface, right? you got Chinese geneticist Ye Xinqiu genetically modifying his uh, these 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 two girls Nana and Lulu making them HIV AIDS resistance. Yeah, this sounds good on the surface, a superhero vaccine for body-wide genetic upgrades. It, it it sounds good on the surface, but what we're beginning to talk about is genetic engineering, eugenics, epigenetics, genetic modification, designer babies, right? Transhumanism, biohacking, the eradication of what takes us or what makes us human. You see, while this sounds good on the surface, you've got to think about what this will do. I mean, you've got people who were worried about COVID-infected blood entering into the blood supply. Well, what about people who have had their genes edited? I mean, I know we're kind of firing on all cylinders right now. Uh, but if you guys go back on the Telegram channel, you can find that there are people who are beginning to notice that there are memory issues uh, with COVID vaccine recipients. And then when you take a step back from that, didn't Joe Biden say that within the next 10 to 15 years, all of these hospital beds are going to be filled up with people who have what? Alzheimer's and dementia. So you've got to think about the long game. We started this transmission with a 1994 documentary on satanic ritual abuse, the science to look out for for Satanism. And these days you have people open, openly embracing it, actually getting mad at you that you're not uh, adopting a satanic ideology. And a, a, a more anti-human perspective. And that's the even crazier part about it, man, is it's an anti-human agenda that masquerades itself as an altruistic thing. It, 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 it's, it's an inversion. It's satanic. <laughs> you see? So, yeah, just a couple headlines for you good people. And we'll do the same here, uh, because if you can believe it or not, we are already about an hour into the transmission. And so we're going to take a little bit of a break after getting to a couple of these articles, and then we'll come back a little bit more focused. Uh, but let's go ahead and get a couple couple of these articles in, and then uh, we, we, we'll come back from there. Absolutely shameless. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, circle back Psaki, blames Republicans for defunding the police. Yeah, that's right. Uh, apparently, it was those darn dirty Republicans that were out there for an entire summer protesting George Floyd. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was those it was those darn dirty Republicans that were calling for the funding of the police. We'll talk more about that on the flip side or on this week's podcast episode. Uh, but moving on, rolling blackouts for parts of the Northwest. Amid a heat wave. Yes, 
yes, uh, I feel kind of weird saying this, but it, it's raining outside. We've been having record-breaking temperatures here in New Mexico, or uh, somewhat record-breaking. It's been over at least 100 degrees every other day or so. I end up having to get used to running in 90-plus degree weather, and it's raining outside. It's weird. It's like we have all of these 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 abnormal weather events taking place. Leads one to think that could heart be behind it. I mean, just the other day we talked about how I think harp uh, got turned back on. <laughs> it's like harp got turned back on, and then we started having all these crazy abnormal weather events. Like there was there was there was detection of electromagnetic radiation around a a a. a Alaska's harp facility after being off for like a, a couple years. And then out of nowhere, we're beginning to have these abnormal weather events, heating spikes, record breaking temperatures, roads, buckling heat waves. But I guess I'm just one of those crazy conspiracy theorists. Uh, moving on more on the crime tip against all evidence. AOC dismisses concerns about the rising crime and in cities as hysteria. Yeah, people, people being shot in broad daylight, sh- security guards being held up upside of malls, uh, people stealing stuff from Walgreens left and right, people twerking on top of ambulances, beside ambulances. You know, George Floyd's funeral didn't get shot up the day of the event. Oh, that's just hysterical. You guys are just being histori- hysterical. Businesses unifying, uh, debating should they remove, uh, should they stop paying taxes? to their city because the, the, the police aren't doing their job. Uh, that's just those dirty Republicans again. <laughs> oh, man. It is it is really getting crazy out there. It really is, man. New study questions the safety of C-19 vaccinations and urges the governments to take notice. Whoa. It's like people don't want to die. <laughs> It's just, oh my God. It's like people don't want to die. They're screaming, God, government, please, somebody's got to do something about this. The heart attacks, the blood clots, the Bell's palsy, the the, the decreased lung functionality, the seizures and more. Hey, uh, stop. Stop. I know that's a wild concept, but uh, stop. Oh, man. Yeah, right here. Just land Maxwell, a morally bank- bankrupt monster exposed in all her horror and documentary Epstein's shadow. More on the child sex trafficking, more on the satanic ritual abuse and so much more. Uh, it really is an epidemic. And I don't really want to repeat a lot of what I said this weekend, but I would recommend you guys to even get like a even get like a a, a a a thank you supporter tier. It's like a one dollar tier. Get that, then you guys can listen to a lot of the content that we put out there. You get your own audio podcast feed. You don't get access to the Telegram, uh, but you know you get access to what we're doing. I'd really recommend you guys to get access to it because we talk a lot about the dangers of child sex trafficking, of satanic ritual abuse, and how how they're normalizing so much of it right now. I got to move on. Uh, Greece is now paying people $180 to take the jab. That's great. They're bribing you. They're just saying, take the money. 
take the money. The Dunkin' Donuts didn't work. The free rides to the Uber clinic didn't work, or to the vaccine site didn't work. A free burger and fries didn't work. Here, just take $180. We'll sign you up for the vaccine system too. Just take the money, please. <laughs> oh man, how crazy is this? Let's get a couple more of these in and then we'll we'll, we'll take a break and get reset. Uh, transgender contestant wins Miss Nevada, USA. A uh, 27-year-old Cataluna Enriquez, a, 20, a, a, a biological male, is now uh, Miss Nevada. And so that's it, too. Just inverting things. A man could be a woman. A woman could be a man. This is the, the great inversion, right? This is transhumanism as well, that through science and technology, we can make a better man than God. We can make a better human than God. And again, think about this. This is satanic, dude. This is this is indulgence, self-gratification, ego. It's all the all of it. And it's running rampant. And we're seeing what it's doing. I mean, shucks, just the other day I played for you guys a clip where they said, you know what? We need to stop using the word the, the swear word straight. That implies that there's a normalcy bias and that there's normal. The word straight has become a slur. It's like, wow, this is this is a this is how quick we're taking turns now. OK, uh, wow. I, again, I'm waiting for them to say belief in Christianity uh, is a form of white supremacy. I mean, shucks, saying <laughs> make America great again is overt white supremacy. You've got China out there saying, hey, go hunt down every single book you have on religion, theology and so much more. We've just got to do away with religion. It's it, it's a problem. And so you see how this is one of the same thing, just two sides of the same coin. They're both coming after you. You just got to watch out. Uh, Google begins warning users of unreliable news stories and quote fake news. Obey big brother. <laughs> and 500 groups rally outside the Capitol Hill demanding an end to the outrageous fossil fuel subsidies. Oh, look at this. Look at this. This is a good one to end it on. College is giving fully vaccinated students special lanyards to wear in lieu of masks. They're reportedly saying, doing my part. All others must mask up. Do you get the picture yet? Do you see that you are the dirty, dirty virus they are trying to contain? That you are the dirty, dirty virus that they can't control? You catch what's going on here yet? This is an anti-human agenda. This is not natural. This is unnatural. And this is them trying to control at its highest level the natural progression of humanity. It's like it it, it truly is true. It, it truly is transhumanism. It truly is like eugenics in the very definition. When you've got people having, my God, when you've got people giving praise to pharmaceutical companies that just a couple years ago were, were caught poisoning people. When you've got people giving praise to these companies saying, Hey, uh, they're going to inject me with experimental gene therapy and I'm going to instantly be healthy. Hey, let me get that superhero vaccine. When you've got people abdicating logic and reason to, 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 to pander to pharmaceutical companies and social justice warriors, this is insane. I mean, it uh, 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 here, 
I think a better thing for me to do is to play this uh, play this little propaganda piece for you, good people. We put it up the other day, or we put it up just just today. Oop, wrong thing. Let me play for you this this propaganda piece of this dude that is noticeably happy uh, about his vaccination shot, <laughs> about dissing other people that don't take his shot, and so much more. Let's play this quick clip, and then we'll we'll, we'll come back on the other side. We'll 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 play this and we'll take a break because uh, it is insane. Thank you. 
don't know what that is. I have no idea. You don't know. Jimmy Fallon doesn't know. David Letterman doesn't know. We don't know. All the comics and show business don't know what this is. What is it? Come on, Jimmy. Seriously, the time is up. People are hip to this kind of stuff. I'm sick and tired of the secrets and the lies. It is the secret symbol of the... In a world where secret powers are in play, where nothing is as it seems, one brand of clothing gives Crusaders of Truth a voice. One brand in the fight against terror, deceit, and destruction. We are not merchants of fear. We are not a parody of free thinkers. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat. This season, get ready to awaken the masses. Forget the politicians. Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. Forbidden clothes. Because if you know, you know. And you can believe we know. <laughs> you can believe we know because just like that, we're back on the show. Yeah, we know. We know. We know that they're watching. We know that it's not even them that's watching. It is their uh, their father, the devil, right? Because they are of their father, the devil. And that's why you see all these signs, right? That's why you see them all. Because they got to pledge allegiance. That this happened just this just this week. Some, speaking of pledging allegiance, somebody was mad that they had to teach uh, children the Pledge of Allegiance because uh, how dare they, right? That's a form of white supremacy. Don't they know America's a racist land? created by conquerors and uh, oppressors and all kinds of other language like this. Anyway, we know. We know that a fair amount of the people have been propagandized to. We know a fair amount of the people have been brainwashed, socially engineered. Uh, before going into the break, we played for you somebody that has succumbed to Stockholm Syndrome. Yes, it hurt, but I do it again. And this is a, another thing that we keep seeing with people who receive the C-19 experimental gene therapy, uh, regardless of if they've been negatively affected by it, well, they're doing their part and they want to make sure that you do yours as well. That's mind control. That's cult talk. That's brainwashing. And I'm not down for that. Nope. Uh, but if you guys want to support this operation, just to switch gears up, if you guys want to support this operation, patreon.com forward slash noise era. That is N-O-I-Z-C-E-E-R-A. Patreon.com forward slash noise era. Or go into the description bar below, find yourself a subscription tier, and shoot the breeze with us. Join us. Not only do you get access to behind the scenes stuff, you don't have to you don't have to worry about being on a platform. Uh, you get to chill in studio with us. Sometimes you get to shoot the breeze before the show uh, while I'm getting everything together. Like I'll be playing. Like I had, this is why this, this, this is why the first hour went by so fast as I was chilling with people playing that documentary, just having like a blast, not only breaking down like the guy's mullet, the clothes and stuff like this and the music and the transition, the scene transitions and stuff like this, 
but also breaking down the content, right? Because just the other day I was talking about Russ Dizdar and uh, 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 a UK law enforcement officer of 25 years talking about child sex trafficking and so much more. And it's just, it's, 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 it's crazy that all this information is publicly available. And so, yeah, whenever you guys join our patreon.com forward slash exclusive forward slash noise era exclusive membership program, you get access to much more uh, than just the show. And so, yeah, if you guys want to get archived content, you're able to get it through that as well. There's all kinds of different things that come with the Patreon exclusive membership program, which is why I'm recommending it all the time, uh, because it'll 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 get to a point to where, you know, I only have time for our audience. Uh, I should have planned this better, but this is the last week that we're going to be going live or that we're going to be public. Right. We're going into the fortress mode. We're locking things down for July. And so the people that have joined us on, on, on Instagram and the people that have joined us on Telegram, great. You guys are good. Uh, but for everybody else that's going to be discovering us during the month of July, they're going to have to get that subscription tier or they have to get that uh, thank you supporter tier to get access to all the stuff that we're doing. So if you're listening to this, you're kosher. You're good. Uh, if you are listening to this and you're thinking, shucks, it's past July, what am I going to do? You know what to do. You know what to do. So patreon.com forward slash noise era support this operation get access to content help us bypass censorship and so much more i mean shucks it's what we do uh this is this is our job this is our job so yeah uh before going into the break that hard break that we took we were talking about the uh, a fair amount of the population being propagandized to people literally having faith in pharmaceutical companies and just, again, the, the, the Stockholm Syndrome that's just, like, capturing the minds of people right now and how, how crazy it is. And I wish I could say, like, it's Stockholm Syndrome, but it's, there's, 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 there's something else there. It's not Stockholm Syndrome. It, yeah, I think it truly is, like, indoctrination, man. You know, because these people, these useless idiots, they think they're a part of the power structure. When they're not, they're being used to usher in a totalitarian agenda under the auspice of egalitarianism like they think that they're doing a good thing when they don't see that they're literally ripping apart the very pillars and foundational principles of the nation that's given them everything they have communists did not invent the iphone you get what i'm saying communists did not invent cars and the ones that they did invent they went the shit they had to come here to america to figure out oh okay well what are you guys doing over here differently there are people and I got to try to find some of these clips. There are people that came from Soviet Russia and, 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 and had like mental breakdowns when looking at our supermarkets because they thought to themselves, oh, my God, like the selection is immaculate. It's crazy. It blew their mind because in Soviet Russia, you don't get options like that. You get stuff given to you. And so, no, dude, we wrote the book on being epic, on being excellent, on being proud of your nation and so much more and doing something about it. But now you see them taking away that American exceptionalism and everything that comes with that. Like a couple of years ago, I called it deconstructivism and how it's not only like a, a, a an ideology, it's a more spiritual thing as well. That's what cancel culture is. That's what the socioeconomic reformation is. That's what the economic collapse is. That's what the Great Reset is trying to encapsulate. This is why throughout the entirety of the pandemic, you had people saying that essentially obedience will be the currency of the future. 
This is why you see them changing everything. Because these people, they, it's not like their, their, their ideology is updated every single day. That's why Jen Psaki can get up over there on the White House, in the, in the frickin' White House, lie to you bold-faced and say, oh, that it was the Republicans calling for the funding of the police because they don't have any actual values or thing or principles that they stand on themselves. They are given their talking points. They are given their ideologies. They don't believe in crap. I'm going to stand for nothing. You see what I'm saying? I hope this makes sense. But that's the point, is to do away with 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 pre-existing political structures, pre-existing uh, ideologies and theologies. This is, again, why you have China saying, give me all of your religious texts. Let's burn those books. Taking it a step further, because they've got to do away with anything that reminds them of freedom. Anything that reminds them of, 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 of passion, of humanity, of, 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 of greatness, right? You got to do away with that. It's infectious. If you guys go listen to or go watch that 1980s Brave New World video, that's what it talks about. They say history is bunk. History is bunk. There ain't nothing in history you need to worry about. But that, uh, that's a lie. Because they expand upon that thought process later on in the in the movie. They explain why they need to do away with history. It breeds things like ambition. Love. And you know what comes with love? Hate. So if they just do away with history, well, you don't have to worry about ambition. People won't want anything. They'll be perfect as is. But you see how that's, again, just like a, a, a manipulation and a bastardization of these natural principles, these inherent principles that we should adopt. You've been hearing me say it time and time again in relation to the vaccine that we were made pure, whole, and natural. And that, oh, how dare we believe that the immune system should do what it's designed to do. But you see, that's what's happening now. You have people giving over these natural and inherent principles and, and bestowing them upon government or imbuing them into government. The government's giving people their identity. The government is giving people purpose. The government is giving people everything they need. And think about that. All that requires is your freedom. You might be secure, but you're sure as crap not free. Does that make sense? I sure hope it does. Let me let me go ahead and start getting into these uh, these these back into these news articles with you, good people. Again, uh, if you guys want to join us, we could put out the we'll, we'll put out the call in number. Uh, but if you guys want to join us, you can hop in over there through Telegram. Salutations, Pam. Uh, that call-in number is 781-448-4929. We'll be taking your calls this segment. We'll be letting people join us through Telegram or through the calls. Uh but we'll go ahead and keep that line open just in case people want to join us. Uh, but let's go ahead and start getting back into the news and articles and things. And then we will continue on from there. <laughs> oh, man. It's getting crazier and crazier out there, guys. It really is. It truly is. Uh, but yeah. You guys can find that video of the man succumbing to Stockholm Syndrome on our Telegram. This is probably something I'll be talking more about this week on the podcast episode. I find it very, very interesting. Uh, but psychotronic weapon technology, 
genetically engineered magnetoprotein remotely controls brain and behavior. Now, that's very interesting because, again, one of the undiscussed true variants or side effects of the vaccine is this magnetification. That scares the bejeepers out of me. Because, again, uh, I think it, it, it's, it's perfect for this, this goomba that's sitting up over here dancing happily. Social engineering, behavior modification, that's one thing. Mind control, indoctrination, that's one thing, right? But whenever you are literally able to remotely manipulate people's behavior, oh, my gosh, that's something else entirely. And that's where we're leading into. But again, if you can social engineer, behaviorally modify people into taking an experimental gene therapy that makes them magnetic, well, heck, yeah, you could broadcast signals to them. This is something I've been talking about all, uh, since, it, since it popped up. But let me read a little bit of this article, and then we'll get back into the news crews. This comes from Skywatch TV. They put this up June 29th. It says the new technique developed in Al Guler's lab at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville and described in an advanced online publication in the journal Nature Neuroscience is not only non-invasive, but can also activate neurons rap rapidly and reversibly. Several earlier studies have shown that the nerve cell proteins, which are activated by heat and mechanical pressure, can be genetically engineered so that they can be sensitive to radio waves and magnetic fields by attaching them to an iron-storing protein called ferritin or to an inorganic paramagnetic particles. These methods represent an important advance. They have, for example, already been used to regulate blood glucose level in mice, but involve multiple, multiple components which have to be introduced separately. The new technique builds on this earlier work and is based on the protein called TRPV4, which is sensitive to both temperature and stretching forces. Psychotronic weapon technology. We're talking about silent weapons for quiet wars. We're talking about directed energy weapons. We're talking about we're, 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 ta we're talking about biohacking. We're talking about taking over some remotely taking over somebody's uh, behavior, man. Like This is where we're at. This is 2021. Look at this. Genetically engineered magnetoprotein remotely controls brain and behavior. It's like we're talking about super vaccines, serums that you just inject into your body and make you perfect, remotely controlling another human's uh, uh, behavior. Where do you think this is going to go? Let me let me let me have like a quick human moment with you guys. Where do you think this is going to go? In the Bible, it talks about this. Talks about uh, in the days of Noah, right? In the days of Noah, that's why the flood took place, right? Because it says that Noah was pure in all of his generations. He was genetically pure. He didn't get the chip. He didn't get the gene therapy. Shucks. He didn't even get addicted to opioids from Johnson & Johnson, right? He was, he was pure, genetically pure in his generations. But why did God spare Noah? Why, did God, why was God able to send Noah and broadcast its signal saying, you need to build this raft, you need to build this ark ASAP, my friend. And guess what? All the animals are going to come to you because we're all tied into the same thing. I'm sending them the same message. Noah, don't trip. Just build it and they will come. Don't worry about the wiles of the devil. Don't worry about what's happening in society. Don't worry about all this stuff. Just listen to me and build your ark. And there were people that came. 
to Noah saying, what are you doing out here? Why are you building this? There's a, there's, this animal is not in, even in this region. Why are you building a shelter for them? Because they weren't corrupted. And we're not talking about human animal hybrids or animal human hybrids or chimeras where they're uh, making spider monkeys and, 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 and dragon goats and, and, and whatever else they're making, right? Whatever else they're making. These were genetically pure in their generation, humans, Noah, and animals, everything that got onto the yard because they, the, their signal was not disrupted. They didn't have the fentanyl. They didn't have the opioids. They didn't have uh, the gene therapy disguised as a vaccine. They were still able to commune with God. They were still able to send up prayers to the big guy upstairs, to God Almighty. They were able to commune with him and understand his frequency, understand him trying to communicate with them. But think about this. You have people in our day and age, like people like Sean King saying, oh, well, uh, tear down uh, uh, statues of Jesus Christ. You've got people that say, oh, there's no such thing as brain chips. You've got people that freebase and dome methadone. <laughs> and, and, and what I'm trying to say is, again, they're disrupting their natural connection. They're not becoming pure in their generations. They're becoming decadent. They're becoming degenerate. And that's 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 the point of this world. That's the point of what's happening right now is to embrace that decadence, embrace degeneracy, become dehumanized like the Satanists say. You're just another beast, a highly evolved beast, but just another beast. No, 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 no. Get out of here with that. See, I was told I was made in the likeness of God. Not that I'm a God myself, that I was made in the likeness of God. And that I should show homage, that I should tribute, that I should give praise to him, right? It said that Noah was pure in his generations and that that's why he was able to receive these transmissions from God to build the ark, to build it and that they would come. And they sure enough did, didn't they? And he didn't have to prove it. He didn't have to get thousands of likes, millions of views and millions of restreams. He stayed true to what he was hearing. And when the time came, guess what? Everybody else, they went their way. They went their way. And so here we are talking about superhero vaccines. Genetically modifying yourself. Designer babies. HIV and AIDS resistant children. And this seems good on the surface, right? But in generations, how is it going to play out? You get what I'm saying. Let's get back into the news. Now they're saying let's genetically engineer people so, you, so we can remotely control their behavior. This goes way past MKUltra. And what's even crazier is if you think about it, like didn't MKUltra come from the Nazis, right? And we've talked about this comparing like the, the pervasive satanic force to the Nazis these days. And now they're taking it a step further with the same type of thing, right? Being able to control people, uh, but remotely. It's just, it truly is insane. Uh, the world that we are going down right now. They're in and everything that is going down. Uh, you know what? Let me go ahead and pull up and play for you guys this quick clip. 
I'll play this again on the podcast episode this week. Uh, I'm unfamiliar as to what this lady's name is, uh, but she's on the Brandon Howes live show. And they're talking about how children are beginning to notice that the parents that are vaccinated are having memory issues. Let's play this and then we'll pick it up on the other side. Wow. Wow. Yep, because the the vaccine is the thing that's killing us. Yeah, I'll, I have several articles. Shucks, I don't even think that played. I really don't even think that played. Darn it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll play that this week on the podcast episode. But basically, what they're talking about is how uh, people who are being bored or people who are being brought into the hospital uh, have these blood clots in their brain, but they don't have the platelets in their body to stop the blood clots. And so it's kind of it's, it's paradoxical. It's like, how are they having these blood clots whenever they're not able to build up the blood in their body? Uh, so it's a very, very distressing thing for people who are in the the, the, the medical field. Uh, but it's, it's just so crazy what is going on right now uh, that it truly does blow my mind. And it should blow everybody's mind. I mean, they're out here killing us left and right, and people are making songs on TikTok about it. It's just like, fuck Get out of here with this evil stuff, dude. And it worries me. Uh, you know, again, back to the, the like, how can how are we in a day and age to where we just talk about genetic modification like it's passe? Like, how do we have a a, a science fiction reality with you know massive death die off, human 
human animal clones, all this crazy stuff that's going on. And it's just not even talked about. It's not even mainstream news. You know, I, 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 I truly do worry about a fair amount of things because as I've been saying throughout the entirety of the pandemic, this is not another false flag. They are using this to radically reform, not even reform, reset, change everything. America's social order is unraveling. And it's crazy. We're, be, we're, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole of tyranny. You have brainwashed masses of the people who, who have no idea what's going on. Uh, and this is, again, what happens whenever you have people who have been socially engineered, have their, 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 their behavior modified. And again, they've had their freedoms held hostage for so many, for so long that, that, that they don't know what to do. I mean, look at this. TikTok, Reddit, and YouTube team up with UK government and NHS to encourage young people to get vaccinated. So basically what they're saying is they're propagandizing people to take the jab. It's non-FDA approved. It's experimental. They can only use it whenever they have emergency youth authorization. And we're going ahead with this. We're going ahead and plunging poison into people's arms, making them sick. God only knows what this is going to do. Like, think about this. This is transhumanism as well. They are purposely making people freaking sick so that on the back end, they can say, oh, well, let's modify Let's, let's, let's just do a little bit of gene therapy, a little bit of CRISPR-Cas9. Let's just click out that, that issue in your genes and you'll be all right. Now, I was talking about this with a buddy of mine the other day over at the pub. And <laughs> back in the day, we used to worry about thimerosal and the vaccines causing autism. These days, we don't even know what's in this vaccine and what's causing the blood clots uh, and all these other side effects. I covered it with the exclusive members. Just the, just this past weekend, or just on Friday, that within a seven-month time period in the UK, in the UK, they have over seven months, 5,000 deaths, over 800,000 adverse events. This includes the Bell's palsy, the decreased lung functionality, right, uh, 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 the aneurysms, the seizures, uh, the heart attack, the strokes. Those are the advent, adverse events. The deaths are just dead people. But that's what I'm saying. Here we are, about half, a little over halfway through the year. And for sure, people are dying from the poison. And so these people don't have time to do the research. Shucks, half of these people don't really even get to talk about what they experience. It's, in, it's insane, man. This is all insane. It truly is. And you've got to ask, is this the blind leading the blind? Like my wife now, she gets it. <laughs> she gets it. She sees me freaking out and she gets it now. I'm like, do you see now why I was making it such a big deal whenever whenever we were at the ultrasound office and that uh, that that pediatrician got angry at us for not taking the C-19 experimental gene therapy. He wanted that data. He wanted to be able to see how a, how a, uh, a, how an interracial baby responded to the experimental gene therapy. He wanted to see that. He didn't give a crap about us or whether or not this was our first kid. And if we were excited, 
He was caught up in the hype. He was doing his part. He was told, you get that needle, you plunge it in that in that mother, in that developing fetus, and you report back to us. You see how this works? These people don't care about you. They've been literally bred not to. We're being ran by psychopaths, man. You know, some of the shows are a little bit more formal. Some of them are a little bit well, uh, a little bit better uh, laid out. But this one's a little bit of a grab bag of everything that's going down right now. Like we're experiencing transhumanism in its finest. You got people wanting to be transracial, transgender, and all this. And it seems like it's a good thing on the surface, but it's not. This is politically correct population control. Let's get back into the news. <laughs> oh, man. Look at this. Walmart to launch its own low-price insulin. So now you've got Walmart getting into the pharmaceutical industry. How great. How great. Uh, Sideshow, just to kind of have like a little bit of a doom break. This is a little bit more personal for me. Uh, but uh, I like The Sopranos. I got the box set. Whenever I'm having a bad day, I make sure I go watch me some Sopranos. I peek right up real quick. But the but uh, there's a Sopranos prequel coming out. It's, it's, it's the Many Saints of Newark, and I'm excited for it to say the to say the least. Oh, that's got nothing to do with politics. I mean, you could say it's because of all the crime wave that's going on, things like this, that, and the third, but. I am very excited for this new Sopranos prequel. Oh, very much so. It's even got James Gandolfini's son playing the part of Tony in it. It's on. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm very excited about it. Oh, it's going to be. It's it's going to be just all right. It's going to be pretty good. Let me tell you. Oh, I know it's going to be. Uh, anyway, getting back into the news right here, online activism is spilling into the streets of Southern California, sparking a post-Trump movement. I think this is something we should pick back up on. Very, very interesting. I kind of alluded to it at the start of the show. This is what I mean by it being a grab bag. One minute over here, we're talking about COVID. One minute over here, we're talking about transhumanism. One minute, we're over here talking about uh, civil unrest and destabilization. Uh, but this is an article written by Elizabeth Dwowskin of the Washington Post. They put this up June 29th, and I'm only going to read a little bit of it. It is very, very lengthy. Very, very lengthy. And I don't think we're going to read all of it. But uh, let's read a little bit of it just to kind of get a premise. Uh, but you guys get what, what, what they're going to be talking about. We talked about this just a couple weeks ago with you guys, uh, QAnon supporters, or at least deprogrammed or reformed QAnon supporters saying that they predict uh, activism going out there into the streets. And I talked about how that's what's what's going to happen. Uh, they're trying to frustrate and agitate people into taking action because some of these protests are traps, like what you see over there at January 6th, so that they could, again, begin to mon- pers- uh, monitor, persecute, imprison, and assassinate the opposition. But let's get into this, and then we'll continue on from there. This is a week before California reopened its economy. A group of 100 or so demonstrators gathered in front of the Orange County Board of Supervisors here to decry lingering mask mandates and other health restrictions. Whipped up by a misleading campaign of social media promotion, doorstep flyers and TV ads, they carried signs that read, quote, 
rest in peace, COVID vax victims. And quote, my body, my choice, no vax. The previous month, more than 600 people had gathered in the same spot to protest a voluntary digital vaccine passport by falsely claiming it would be mandatory, comparing it to Nazis forcing Jews to wear yellow stars. Quote, a year from now, I don't want to be back at this board demanding they repeal the requirement to donate a kidney. Local activist Peggy, ha- Peggy Hall said into a microphone at the passport protest in May, quote, what's next? You're going to be sterilizing for the common good. They actually are. Uh, but it's not the common good. This is for eugenics, population control. Four out of five county supervisors voted to put a pause on any efforts to create vaccine passports in the county that day, effectively killing the plan. The lone holdout, a Democrat, says the others caved to the pressure. Another day, another victory. California was emerging from the pandemic, but these activists, the battle both online and off, was far from over. For years, social media companies have sought and failed to limit the reach of misinformation and other harmful materials spread on their sites. That failure culminated in January when, after months of allowing falsehoods about a stolen election to proliferate, the companies kicked former President Donald Trump as, along with tens of thousands of rank-and-file followers and some prominent ones off their platforms, for inciting violence during the Capitol insurrection. But six months later, a a right-wing movement is reconstructing itself across the United States and, once again, is being fueled by social media. Researchers say that because the combination of the pandemic and election-radicalized people and enabled right-leaning groups that were not previously aligned to find one another, creating a mega-network that was fueled by outrage and misinformation. Armed groups, Trump supporters, anti-vaccine moms, government skeptics, and conspiracy theorists were suddenly protesting the same things. The mainstream tech companies cracked down on Trump and his followers had helped splinter that vast network, researchers have found, without fundamentally weakening it. Influencers kicked off a Fedbook or Instagram, ported followers to the lightly policed app Telegram or right-wing YouTube rival Rumble. But they've also found a way to get back onto the mainstream platforms by creating new accounts or using alternate language to avoid detection. That has helped them to track up significant advancements for their movement, whether it's pushing followers to take up local fights over vaccine passports or pushing attacks on the teaching of critical race theory to the forefront of the national conversation. Meanwhile, tech companies are in no better position to stop a misinformation-driven incident like the Capitol riot from being organized on their services today than they were six months ago, the researchers say. And the fragmentation would make preventing such incidences even harder. One of the epicenters of this movement is in Southern California, where activists have successfully protested the national vaccine rollout, even at one point prompting the temporary shutdown of a mass vaccination site at the Dodger Stadium. But more than a dozen South Carolina, South Cal- Southern California activists interviewed by the Washington Post say their movement is bigger than the opposition to public health measures or any other single issue, even Trump. They see their fight against the government overreach and the establishment as a patriotic struggle to counter authoritarianism and even a battle for civil rights of those who refuse vaccination. Now, let me pause right there. Because what, well, again, what... What you've got to understand with authoritarian doublespeak is they're saying, look at these people becoming organized, activated, engaged, aware of all the things that are taking place. How dare they do that? What they're really saying is how do we make people more obedient? You have people discovering things, researching things, becoming involved and passionate about things. 
Don't they know they're just supposed to listen to government? Don't they know they're just supposed to be obedient? Guys, this is the great this is this is the most popular president in American history. Why can't they just get along with that? Didn't they hear it was 15 days to slow the spread? What's the problem here? No, Bell's palsy is not an issue. People aren't becoming magnetized with the vaccine. Shut up and wear your mask and just be the greatest slave ever. Do you get what's going on with the authoritarian, obey big brother, social engineering, doublespeak, the gaslighting that's taking place? But it was those Republicans calling for defunding of the police. This is what happens whenever you have a captured media. This is what happens when you're being propagandized to and people can't tell the difference. Like I said before, when you're following the news instead of making it, we're always going to be behind. But you see, this is why they systematically censored every bit of truth from the Internet, from FedBook. When they say, oh, what do they call these moms? What do they call these moms? Anti-vaccine moms, right? Oh, look at these darn dirty anti-vaccine moms. Some of these anti-vaccine moms that we had on the show, even some of these anti-vaccine moms have to have play dates with, with, with other kids who have been victimized by the vaccine. And so whenever these parents talk about the adverse events that take place, how they notice an immediate change in their child, that they're slower, that they're more lethargic, that their, their attention span's not there, they're not as responsive, they're not, uh, they're not anti-science. They're saying, hey, has anybody else experienced this? Over the weekend, uh, I think on Friday, we talked about this viral. We talked about it on Friday. We talked about it on the show. Let me see if I go ahead and pull it up right here. Let me show you a a a a a, a tweet a tweet uh, from a pro vaccine mom. Right, somebody that said, "Hey, even though my 13 year old nephew." Uh, received the experimental gene therapy and, 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 and died due to myocarditis, I would still recommend you guys get it. So let me show you guys a pro-vaccine mom, the attitude there, versus a anti-vaccine mom who's out there in the streets trying to really warn people about the dangers of what's going on. Look at this right here. Yeah, we covered this just the other week, uh, June 22nd. Viral Twitter post claims 13-year-old died of cardiac event as doctors consider the link between a rare heart condition and the vaccine in boys. And then they went on later to actually admit that the vaccine is causing myocarditis. And they gave that to us. Yeah, Mrs. Tamburgus. She says, a week ago today, my brother's 13-year-old son had his second COVID shot. Less than three days later, he died. (laughs) So she gets that. This is one of these pro-vaccine moms. She says the initial autopsy report or results were done on Friday where that his heart was enlarged and there was some fluid surrounding it. He had no known health problem and was on no medications. Crystal Clear uh, responded to this saying, I'm so very sorry for your, de- for your devastating loss. My eldest granddaughter, who is 12 and is about to have her second vaccination, I plan to take, to take her and hang out with her for a couple of weeks. Now I'm worried. See, so that's a natural, normal response to reading some very disturbing information of a 13-year-old child dying and your, and, and, and your grandkid being exposed to the very same shot. That's a normal reaction. She's worried. Mrs. Burgess takes a little step 
farther. She says, I would definitely still get her vaccinated. Yeah. I would definitely still get her vaccinated. If she, if hadn't already vaccinated my 14-year-old son, I would, or my 14-year-old, I would still do it. So still get her vaccinated. And if she didn't vaccinate her 14-year-old, she'd still do it. This is that pro-vaccine mom, fully aware that it might have been the vaccine that took away her nephew, but she said she would still do it. This is a pro-vaccine mom versus the these anti-vaccine moms, right, who are out there in the streets handing out pamphlets, handing out flyers, handing out like informational uh, 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 compilations to say, hey, you need to be warned. You need to pay attention to these type of things. This is the difference between a follower and a leader. These anti-vaccine moms, they're trying to stop this stuff. Oh, but they're considered dangerous. They're considered uh, anti-science, anti-vaccine. The problem is a lot of people become anti-vaccine after they see the damage of the vaccine. So, so the authoritarian doublespeak that's going on here is them saying, why can't we make you more obedient? Look at this fragmentation that's taking place. All these previously disconnected organizations are beginning to come together and see a common thread. What do you think that common thread is? I'll read a little bit of this and I'll close it out or, 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 or shut down. It says, quote, this is a humanitarian issue, said Jason Lefkowitz, a Los Angeles-based organizer behind the Dodger Stadium anti-vaccine protest and others. Like others here interviewed by The Post, he said he was motivated to become an activist during the pandemic after losing his job and other freedoms. Crazy. Quote, it is about our civil liberties being taken away over a made-up pandemic. It is a global war over everything. He's pretty accurate. This is what Klaus Schwab said. Uh, this is what Carlo, uh, Archbishop Carlo Vigliano talked about as well. More than 600,000 people in the United States have died in the coronavirus, uh, have died of the coronavirus since January 2020. That's it's hard to take those numbers seriously. Whenever they can count everything as a de- as, as a death of COVID being run over, heart attack, right? Gunshots, overdoses of COVID because they get the money for declaring them dead by COVID because they want to be able to research the actual virus. But in a post-Trump era, these activists use social media to organize, share information, and sometimes make to make a living as influencers in a right-wing universe. Though the companies say they ban most misinformation about the coronavirus as well as groups that encourage breaking up public health rules. The Facebook group promoting the Dodger Stadium anti-vaccine rally, Shop Mask Free Los Angeles, was incorrectly listed on the social network as a, quote, local business for months, and was only banned by the company this past month. Lever had no comment, but you guys get the point. Uh, what's going to happen is they're going to frustrate us. They're going to they're try to throttle our progress to such a degree to where we go out there into the streets to take action. To where we're no longer uh, allowed on social media, where they deplatform you, they deperson you, they remove you, they put you in an echo chamber, uh, they put you in Facebook jail. To where, well, what is your next step? You have to go out there and communicate with people. We are social beings. We can't just have access to all the social media and not be able to communicate. Of course, you're going to go out there and try to talk to people and network. 
which you see in a COVID-1984 world where you have to social distance, you've got to keep your distance from people, you can't come together, you can't shake hands. Well, normal human behavior is a bad thing. This is an anti-human agenda. Just obey government and you'll get your freedoms back. (laughs) What's the problem here? This isn't a Trump administration. This this is an O'Biden-Harris administration where you have got to be obedient, bro. Where you've got to obey big brother. That's what they want. They don't want dissenting opinions. They don't want you thinking for yourself. That's dangerous. You might go off the reservation. No, 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 no. They got to have you be obedient. They got to have you following the plan. Following their agenda. (laughs) And I'm telling you, it's getting crazy out there. It really, truly is, man. (laughs) Uh, Right here. For some of my uh, New Mexico fam, look at this. Los Alamos County is named the healthiest community. Again, I read this article earlier this early this morning. Uh, Los Alamos is now the, I think either the second or third time repeat. Yeah, since like, yeah, second time because they started in 2019. Los Alamos County is the top county. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Not really, uh, because if you ever go to Los Alamos, it is definitely a world of its own. Uh, Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. Uh, But yeah, Los Alamos County is named one of the healthiest communities in Northern America, really. And it's a nice secluded area, man. Um, I'll go ahead and tell a couple people, man, that's one of the reasons why we, we... we might end up back up there because with all the crime, with all the violence, with all the thefts in the, in the, in the ghetto stuff that's down here in, in, in Burke and in Albuquerque, I'm not wanting to raise my kid around that. Some stuff might be all right for me, but uh, this is a new, a new life I've got to look over and I've got to protect. And uh, being down here in the, in the good old Duke has done its damage. But uh, getting back into the news, check this out right here. China report. Weaponized viruses can target ethnic cleansing. So basically what they're saying is they're beginning to release the race-specific bioweapons. The, 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 the virus came from China. The vaccine's causing the damage. Uh, but we do have a superhero vaccine that you can inject yourself with. Uh, we're also going to begin rolling out life extension and human-animal hybrids. Oh, guess what? We now have weaponized viruses that can target ethnic cleansing. We can release... The, the, the race-specific bioweapons. You see how that works? Think about this. This is a new report alleges that China discussed how man-made viruses can could be used and weaponized to target certain races. The report comes from David Asher, who led the State Department's investigation of the origins of COVID-19 before Joe Biden shut it down. <laughs> According to Asher, what China wrote in a declaration to the Seventh Review Conference on Biological Weapons Convention at the United Nations office in Geneva, quote, essentially laid out a roadmap of developments in biotechnology pertinent to the Biological Weapons Convention to the, that the Chinese indicated as particularly salient. Quote, it wasn't clear from their declaration whether this was for potential offensive use of synthetic biology and other techniques, but it clearly appears to lay out what they felt 
were going to be the drivers of a more potent offense in the future de- decade related to biotechnology, Asher said. So basically what they're saying is uh, they're releasing the race-specific bioweapons. Like, you've got to understand, these are not normal time periods. Everything I'm talking about, from the revelations of Satanism to genetic modification, superhero vaccines, experimental gene therapies, uh, the days of Noah becoming a reality, none of this is normal. Prophetic politic, none of this is normal. None of what's going down is, 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 is natural. This is all being orchestrated. So whenever they're telling you that they have uh, race-specific bioweapons that can be used for ethnic cleansing, they're saying they're going to begin to start wiping out certain populations. This is why what's going on over there in India is very, very interesting to pay attention to. Uh, not only because India has a, a, a very complicated relationship with China right now, you see them kind of butting heads, potentially going to war, but also because it shows you what we're going to be dealing with in the future. Mass population die-offs to where we just don't know what to do, to where society literally crumbles before us due to the weight of everything that these people are doing. I mean, last week we played for you the clip uh, from that TV show Utopia that they released in 2020, and they talked about that, how with 8 billion people, we could be decadent, we could be degenerate, we could be as laissez-faire as we wanted. But with 500 million people, we have to leave. We have to live a lot more modestly, a lot more strategically, a lot more sustainably. And so, when we're talking about Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, you've got to think about what that looks like. With obedience being the currency of the future, everything these people are doing and how it's designed to dehumanize us and bring us to heal, they see freedom as a disease. We might see liberalism as a mental disorder. They see freedom as a disease. You're the virus they're trying to uh, control. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I truly hope. It does. We've only got a couple more minutes. And I'm sorry that this show is a little bit all over the place and a wild ride, guys. It's just... It's like it's like trying to tap a fire hose right now, man. There's so much stuff going down. It's like, how do you how how, how do you deal with this? It's insane. Uh, and that's all I'm really doing at the end of the day. I'm just talking about how society's going insane, some of the components of insanity. Uh the mental illness that's just like racking society and so much more and you know that uh, I, I, how that's a point as well. Like we are not meant to be holding this many different factoids and this much information that we really can't do much about. Like humanity is not supposed to do this. We're not supposed to, you know, be. It's not supposed to be like 1984 where we can hold two diametrically opposed ideas in our head at the same time. Like humanity cannot be continually experiencing this much cognitive dissonance on a consistent basis and expect for it to be healthy. Like I'm going to go what like I'm 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 sure I'm going to go watch that the uh, uh, the Many Saints of Newark movie about the the, the the prequel of Sopranos. You had people who were sticking to a code. You had people who knew what they were who 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 understood what the game was. 
You don't have that these days. You got people who were brainwashed, who are who who are exposed to way too much information, who again don't know what they believe in, and who are constantly, if anything, challenged by that due to reality. But they're forced to choose the facsimile instead. And no point in history have we ever been experienced to this much propaganda. And it's very dangerous to think about what this is going to do to us. Again, especially whenever you have people taking this experimental gene therapy, what is that going to do to their biology? We're not even talking about we're not we're, we're not even talking about like their mental state. We're talking about what that's just going to do to the body. I mean, it's just it's it's it truly is insane. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, perfect example of some of the insanity I'm talking about. Let me pull this up for you. And the kids are the ones that that stand to lose the the most, man. Look at this. Suicidal crisis, mental fatigue. Kids are grappling with reentry. And this is something we brought up with you guys just last week. That uh, uh, kids are having panic attacks about play dates because their parents told them, oh, my gosh, they, got the, they might have the COVID. But kids are social creatures. They want to play. They want to socialize. And so they're holding these two diametrically opposed ideas. Do I go play and boost my immune system or do I go play and, and get exposed to this virus and die? And so that's what I'm saying. We don't we don't see what this is doing to people, man, or we don't want to accept it. Look at this by Lindsay Tanner over here at AP suicidal crisis, uh, crises, mental fatigue. Kids are grappling with reentry, it says after two suicidal crises during pandemic isolation, 16-year-old Zach Sampson felt stronger or feels stronger, but worries his social skills have gone stale. Amara Batya has overcome her pandemic depression, but the teen feels worn down in a state of, quote, neutralness. Virginia Ship is adjusting, but says returning to normal, quote, is kind of unnormal for me. After relentless months of social distancing, online schooling, and other, other restrictions, many kids are feeling the pandemic's toll or facing new challenges navigating reentry. A surge in teen suicide attempts and other mental health crises prompted Children's Health Co- Hospital Colorado to declare a state of emergency in late May, when emergency department and hospital inpatients' beds were overrun with suicidal kids and those struggling with other psychiatric problems. Typical emergency de- department waiting times for psychiatric treatments doubled in May to about 20 hours, said Jason Williams, a pediatric psychologist at the hospital in Aurora. Other children's hospitals are facing similar ish- uh, similar challenges. In typical times, the activities that come as the school year ends, finals, prom, now they now they now they literally mark you with a vaccine if you don't get your 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 shot before prom. Graduation, summer job seeking, all these things can be stressful for the most resilient kids. But after more than a year of dealing with pandemic restrictions, many are worn down and simply don't, quote, have enough in the tank of resilience to handle stresses or stresses that previously would have been manageable, Williams says. And so this comes back to the question that I had asked at the start of the transition of the transmission. Do people have the emotional capacity to process this? So it's not whether or not they have the if they're intellectually honest or if they have the willpower. It's do they have enough in the tank of resilience to handle this? And kids who were just starting their life, they don't have that, man. They don't have that built in strength. They don't have that built in response to 
to take the pain, to eat the crap, and to come out on top. They don't want that. That's something that's learned. And so whenever they don't have that, they, they, they succumb to the pressure. They succumb. Quote, when the pandemic first hit, we saw a rise in severe cases in crisis evaluation. Its kids struggled with, quote, their whole world shutting down, said Kristen, said Kristen Certain, a mental health counselor who works with Orlando Health's Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children. Quote, now, as we see the world opening back up, it's asking these kids to make a huge shift again. At some children's hospitals, psychiatric cases have remained high throughout the pandemic. Others have seen a, a more recent surge. At Wolf Sun Children's Hospital in Jacksonville, Florida, behavioral unit emissions for kids in crisis aged 13 and younger have been soaring since 2020 and are on pace to reach a to reach 230 this year, more than four times higher than in 2019, said hospital psychologist Terry Andrews. For older teens, admissions were up five times higher than usual last year and remained elevated as of last month. Now, think about this. I think a lot of what we're seeing would not be the case if we had a if we had a different social structure. If we truly, I, I, like what I'm trying to say is if we didn't have like a generation that played video games every single day, a generation that uh, domed Adderall like it was a nasal de- decongestant, if we didn't if we didn't have this culture that we have i don't think we'd see a whole lot of suicides i mean why is what's her face who's that who's billy eilish right i think is her name billy eilish she's like one of the most recent air quote celebrities and she's like that's her whole thing is she's depressed she's like some depressed chick up there over there crying half the time about how how much life sucks so if we didn't have a culture that glorified and exalted this type of behavior. I don't think we would see massive amounts of suicide. I think if we had a culture that 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 promoted resilience, again, uh, mental fortitude, traditional family values, and not so much social stratification and division, we wouldn't be seeing all these things. But again, that's that's not how this works. Uh, we have a we have an entire generation that's been propagandized to to be decadent, to be degenerate, to be trashy, to be laissez-faire oh you know don't to be moral uh, uh, uh what's it called morally i guess morally fluid is the easiest way to describe it because you got you get all this gender fluidity and everything else but you you, you guys get the point i'm trying to make it is the socio-cultural ref uh, the socio-cultural aspect of this the reinforcing of this that helps this uh people not being able to talk about their emotions People being censored left and right. Uh, whenever you try to voice your opinion, you're considered like a bigot, a homophobe, a racist, or any of these other type of demeaning things. And so, again, this is the socio-cultural and, if anything, the socio-political reinforcement behind all these things that aids uh, to all of these these mental health issues. And it's sad because, again, while you've got some people grandstanding, getting on top of their their soapbox thinking that they're doing a good thing. Well, what they're really doing is putting another person down. Saying, oh, oh you're, you're just a bigot or you're just a dirty Christian or a dirty Bible thumper or any of this type of other stuff. And this is a very dangerous period for us to be in. Because you see them literally wiping away the previous 
existing structure, removing any of the type of things that connect us, and coming up with a whole new ideology. Something that seems like it's altruistic on the surface, but really it's 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 very, very demeaning, very dehumanizing, very depreciative. And it's not from love. It's actually from hate. And, and, I'm, and I'm sad to see the world go this way. I really am. This doesn't bring me any joy. Let me read a couple more of these and I'll go ahead and sign off for you good people because uh, it's just, there are some days where it is overwhelming, you know, and where you have to pull back and say, listen, I know I could tell you how all this is going to go down. People are going to kill themselves. It's like what Trump said. If we do this, if, if we do this, there's going to be so much more death that the cure is going to be worse than the disease. It's sure enough, it is. The cure is worse than disease, and we are seeing people. We're 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 seeing how this affects society. This is a this is a stain on the soul of society. We have all collectively gone through the dark night of the soul. Where it takes us, God only knows. And so, and even in that thought process, with people feeling like they're in a state of perpetual neutrality. Where you're, where you're swayed neither one way or the other. That's also, I feel like, a part of it as well. To where, you know, you don't have people like these anti-vaccine moms or anybody else that's getting politically activated. You have them say, I don't care anymore. Just roll up my sleeve and give me the shot. I don't care where it comes from. I don't care. I don't want to fight. I just, I, don't, I, I, I just want you guys to shut up about everything. That's the apathy. The suicide spirit. And then you've got to think too, when are these people going to come back from that neutrality, from that apathy? What is going to bring them back? That's something that, that I'm beginning to start, I'm starting to think about in a completely different way as well. I know that we're going to have a mental health epidemic, but what is it going to be that's going to pull them back? Are they going to want to come back, right? Because what happens whenever they've legalized marijuana, they legalize cocaine, they've legalized MDMA, heroin, fentanyl, uh, mushrooms, whatever synthetic drug they come up with next. What happens whenever you have a people, uh, an entire generation of people who have been put into a state of neutrality and apathy, and then they're given all these drugs? You see what I'm saying? In a society, in a culture that advocates uh, uh, faux love and faux compassion. They call it tolerance, but you get what I'm saying. Let me read a couple more of these, and then we'll uh, we'll close out the transmission for you, good people. Because again, it uh, it's just sometimes it is too much. College professor says proper grammar is racist, and perpetuates quote. Whiteness. I've been told that before. It's like whenever I speak, sometimes people say, why are you speaking so white? You speak like a white man. It's like, wow, I didn't realize that the enunciation and pronunciation of words was exclusively white. I feel like that sounds racist in and of itself. So math is racist. Correct answers are racist. Uh, grammar's racist. 
when are the days going to be racist? Work is racist. Everything's racist. <laughs> uh, colored COVID bracelets reveal your boundaries with green, yellow, or red display. So there it is. More of the Mark of the Beast type stuff. Like, it's a great thing. Isn't that wonderful? I think this would be a good one for us to probably end out on. From the Free Thought Project, COVID vaccine manufacturer ordered to pay $263 million for their role in the largest opioid, in the largest overdose epidemic in history. It says that uh, Jonathan and Johnson was ordered to pay out $263 million this week for their role in the opioid epidemic as the media demands that you blindly trust them. <laughs> this is what I freaked out about. These guys for real came out with uh, what you call it with, with, with talcum powder that gave men breasts. You guys remember that we, we, we reported on it a couple of months later, COVID hits and we just have the undying faith in this, in this pharmaceutical industry. So I'm sorry, I've got a memory. It's like you've got the Sackler family over there producing all kinds of drugs, pushing it out there in the streets. It's like, why again, why are we trusting pharmaceutical companies with our health? You cannot inject health. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> it is insane. Uh, this comes from Matt Agarist of the Pre-Thought Project. They put this up June 29th. It says, despite the state spending thousands of dollars a second ticketing, kidnapping, caging, and killing evil drug users. The rate of lethal drug overdoses in the last 15 years has skyrocketed at a near exponential rate. According to most, according to the most recent data on overdose deaths, despite the state's immoral war on drugs, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimates that, near, that more than 92,000 Americans died of overdose in the last 12 months ending in November, the highest number ever recorded. To understand how we got to this point, we have to look at how Americans became so addicted to opioids. Spoiler alert, it was not by chance. <laughs> it was not by chance. And no, we're not going to be talking about fentanyl. For shucks, I guess we actually do talk a little bit about fentanyl down here. Right there. <laughs> it says across the board, drug use and deaths associated with drugs with drug use have increased at alarming rates. No matter AR-15, SWAT police, MRAPs, or any other military gear has had a hand in lowering these statistics. In fact, the increase in overdose deaths nearly perfectly coincides with the increases in militarization of police in the last decade and a half. They're basically saying the war on drugs didn't work. The hypermilitarization of police didn't work. All that did was just force people to disassociate from reality even harder to the point to where they literally killed themselves. And again, you think about what we just got done reading to you with these kids uh, contemplating suicide, some of them do, uh, engaging in self-harm. Well, you got their parents giving them all kinds of drugs. I talked about this with the exclusive members just this past uh, weekend. You look at what's going on with the drag queen, the drag queen story time drag kids, transgenderism movement. You don't think those people would, would, would genetically modify their kids? You don't think they would have a, a fertility clinics where they have designer babies? You don't think they'd do that? Look at what's going on right now, right? 
So just 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 look at how they are just depopulating us left and right. It says uh, instead of deterring drug use, it's expanding. It's getting worse, and drugs have become more available and more dangerous. How did this happen? There are legitimate needs for opioids, just like there are legitimate needs for cannabis. But when people are taught their entire lives to blindly trust the medical industry, who clearly choose to deceive them, we end up with problems like what we have here today. The government making drugs illegal does absolutely nothing when a person puts blind trust into a medical establishment who then deliberately addicts them to opioids to make billions. This is exactly what's happening with the C-19 experimental gene therapy. They're allowing you to get a free first hit so they can turn you into forever users. As I've said before, the jab will be free because the treatments won't be. And that's one of the reasons why the Sackler family and I think Johnson Johnson is underneath scrutiny right now because they, they did this. They got people addicted to drugs. And I think it was the Sackler family. I forget which drug they came out with. I, I think it was Suboxone. It's like, yeah, it's like they got people addicted to like heroin or something crazy like that. And then uh, Suboxone was what they used to get people off of heroin or hard drugs. But then people ended up becoming addicted to Suboxone. And so you have like a two-time drug addict that keeps coming back to the same originator. And it's like, well, we've got to talk about this. You can't make something that's extremely addictive and then give them a, 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 give them like a supplement that's even more addictive. And then whenever fentanyl is hitting the streets, it's just straight killing them. Getting back into the article, it says, even when it's illegal, after these people have been duped into their addition, into their addictions, they still seek it out. This is why we see soccer moms, overdosing on dangerous black market fentanyl in front of Hobby Lobby. They put blind trust in the government and medical industry to protect them and instead were turned out for a buck. It's exactly what's happening with the C-19 jab. I could go on and on and on with examples, but you guys get the point. We are not in a normal time period right now. I hate to sound like a Bible-thumping Christian, but I feel like the devil has the world in his grips right now. And because a fair amount of people have been addicted to lies, so to speak, they can't see it. They can't see how they're being propagandized to They can't see how they're being manipulated. They can't see that they, they, they truly cannot see what's happening. And this has all been done by design. Like the, the veil has been pulled over their face. And what's even crazier is this just comes back to what I've always said on the show. That, we're going to hit a time period to where it's all going to be going down. People are going to have a choice to either fall deeper into their deeper into their delusions. I was talking about my generation specifically that we're going to wake up from our drug induced haze, from all the Molly, all the cocaine, all the uh, uh, mescaline, all the peyote. We're going to wake up from that eventually. And we're going to see what's going on with the world. And we're going to have two choices. One, do we do more lines? Or two, do we get organized and fight this? And so this is what's happening right now. Everything's coming down. Everything's happening. Those weren't conspiracies. Those were just plans that weren't on the launch board yet. And it's happening faster than most people can wrap their heads around it. And so they're either given the choice of falling deeper into the delusion, shovel that fentanyl into your system, or get clean. And like Noah Begin to receive the transmissions of God so you can figure out what your real marching orders are, because this ain't it. 
getting frustrated and getting agitated with what they are doing is not it. We have to know what they're doing, come up with proper alternatives and fight back with solutions. Getting frustrated that these people are following truth as to who they are, that's not us. Look at look at this. This is this is so emblematic of what I'm talking about. I'm I'm looking over here at the news feed and it says it right here. Bill to decriminalize psychedelics and ecstasy in California gains momentum. Yeah, because that's the plan. You see, we're going through a massive awakening period right now. Like I said before, at the start of the transmission, you got a lot of people waking up and this is not a Trump administration. They're censoring the truth left and right. They're targeting political opposition. They're imprisoning people that could stand a chance to them. You got a lot of people waking up right now. And so the system says, what can we do about this? I know. Let's give them the drugs. Give them the drugs. Give them everything they want. Give them the cell phones. Give them the virtual reality. Give them the Xbox Infinity, whatever it is. Give them the toys. Give them the distractions. Give them things that, 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 that take away that, that, that divinity from them. And I'm telling you, that's not it. We've got to learn to fight this. We've got to see full well what they're up to and push back against it because it's only going to intensify if you think the distractions they have now are strong. Imagine five years in the future. Imagine when Elon Musk commercially releases his neural link and we have people who actually hook themselves up to the cloud, not people who may or may not be magnetized from experimental gene therapies, but people who literally hook themselves up in the computers. You think the distractions are hard now. That's why you need to learn to fight them now. That's why you need to learn to build a tolerance and build a discipline and a resistance muscle, not an obedience muscle, a resistance. You got to learn to watch these things because they're only getting started. And we're calling it an end. However, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. I know we for sure jumped all over the place with this transmission. Uh, and part of that was my fault. I could have taken the time to explain Operation Condor, political uh, imprisonment, assassination attempts, and things like this a little bit better. But it's all happening. It's, it, it's happening a lot faster, as I said before, than most people want to wrap their heads around. And we're doing the very best we can, our very level-headed best we can to, revi- to provide you with the information, the insight, the analysis, and more. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction. Out.